Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the B.I.H. Show. B.I.H. B.I.H. Rewind. So let's open the vault now and have a look back at classic games of the past and talk to the guys who were on the ice in the thick of the action. And in this first BIH Rewind, we don't need to go too far back as we look back on that epic World Championship game between Great Britain and France. You'll recall it was the final game and relegation was on the line with both countries yet to win from any of their previous six games and it came down to this. My goodness, did it deliver. So who better to give us a unique perspective on that dramatic afternoon in Kosice than the man who scored the overtime winner, Ben Davis. Welcome, Ben. Thank you for coming on the BIH show. It's been a year almost since that game. How many times have you watched it back and how many times have you watched your goal back? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks for having me on, first of all. um, It's been uh, quite a whirlwind uh, year. Obviously, through the summer, we had uh, a lot of time off. So I'd seen it a fair few times. watched a, a, a few of the highlights back as obviously when it's going on there's uh so much yeah other stuff you're you're worried about the next game and stuff like that so it was nice to to go back and and watch some of those games back a little bit and uh and yeah yeah things like that that, that over time and, and the france game especially was um something i've seen a few times and i know uh, a few of the other boys when i've spoken to them throughout the league last year i think uh, they'd all uh, enjoyed watching them back as well and uh, oh, with fond memories so well, I can tell you, I was on a bus in Ayrshire heading home from my, my, my regular day job when you scored your goal. So needless to say, that the sight of me jumping about like an idiot on a bus, I think, confused a lot of people <laughs> that day. Ah, uh, yeah. But how long did it sink in? Uh, how long did it take to sink in what you'd actually done to, to help the team in, in achieving what you did? I don't know. I think, um, pretty, pretty, I would say pretty much straight away we realised, like, the obviously the magnitude of what we've done. But uh, the next few days then, we had... Uh, we had a few more days in because he tried to um, kind of take the rest of the tournament in and, and kind of celebrate with with all the teammates. So that that was nice, and and I think from there it kind of tried to it started to sink in a little bit. And um, uh, I think everyone was a little excited to go back next year because obviously uh, the experience and uh, everything about it was a lot different to anything we'd all experienced before. So to to be able to 
obviously put the GB jersey on again in Pool A. Um, obviously, it didn't happen this year in Switzerland, but to do that again, then uh, that's something that everyone in the team was looking forward to, and we all were uh, thankful that it, it turned out how it did. So. Right, so let's go back to the game then. Help us set the scene. The tournament itself, I think, was a, was a pretty stern test for, for you and all the guys. at a completely different level than what you'd certainly been used to in the past. You played against some impressive teams, some impressive players along the way. So coming into this last game against France, can you remember what the nerves were like as you approached the arena for this do-or-die game? Yeah, um, we, we knew, obviously, I, I, more or less after the Denmark game, that it was kind of... If, if other results obviously went our way, that it was going to come back to the France game. So we were we were doing everything we could, like coaches-wise, all the players, to uh, make sure that, that was the one-game uh, shootout, more or less. So, uh, yeah, there was a, an awful lot of nerves coming up to it because it's as high stakes as it gets, really. Like one game to obviously stay in the group or or obviously get the elimination and, and we're back down. And then if, 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 if you are back in the other group, it's, it's very, very difficult to get back up because there's some very good teams in there. So, yeah, it was... Um, I think everyone knew the job we had to do and stick to the system that Pete and the coaches had given us. And, and uh, luckily, obviously, it, it didn't start great, should we say, or, or maybe the second period. It, it was looking a bit worse for wear, but obviously we all stuck stuck with it. We all stuck in a little bit, and, um, yeah, we got there eventually. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a whirlwind game, should we say. Right, so before we actually get into the game properly, and I've often imagined what this was like, what was the last thing Pete Russell said to you before you, you went out onto the ice and, and get the game started? I think he just tried to put it into perspective of where we've um, been. Like, uh, obviously, a few years ago, we were back in, say, Belfast, um, playing that tournament, and then uh, got promotion in Hungary, and, and we, we ended up, we weren't expected to do what we did there. And obviously, we got into this group, we all enjoyed it as much as we could I think and uh, just try to take it in perspective really. like obviously we had a great opportunity to win one game and, and stay for the next year and obviously uh, probably put, put our country back on, on the map a little bit with hockey I suppose um, obviously everyone puts puts the jersey on for pride like no one's no one's making mega bucks like some of the other teams so um, we all like um, really look forward to I would say that the, the GB set up at the end of the year, and, and we've got a great group of guys. So, um, yeah, it was just a lot of that, and I think everyone was really focused on what we needed to do. And uh, yeah, I think that was, that was kind of it. Just to put it into perspective and know that as long as we go out and we kind of throw everything at it, we're we're a good enough team to, to turn France over. So. Right, so let's head into the game and in the first minute you could have had the first big chance of the game. Bozen has it in the right wing corner for the French. Back to the blue line. They've already started to change their lines. That's a good change. Now GB can break. It's Davies. He's one on oh. Down the middle. Davies with a guilt stage. Chance backhand. Oh, he dropped past it. You're kidding me. All alone on the goalie. And he never got a shot. Yeah, I know. I, I, don't, I don't know what it was. That, like I, I remember back now to uh, little things from my, my, my warm-up. Obviously, I was preparing the same way, and, and then I come onto the ice. And a few things kind of uh, were going a little differently for me. Say, I had like chain shocks, which is something stupid like that, and I'm a little against the gun. And I didn't, and obviously, I had the starting shift, but I was obviously getting into the game, and, and I went down on a breakaway, and I obviously made a... a terrible terrible on the play um 
Yeah, I've seen it back a few times, and every time I just think, I don't know. I try and try and forget it now, to be honest. But at the <laughs> at, at, at the time, at the time, I I was yeah, it was very um, frustrating. Probably a lot of negative emotions. I was just I I obviously it's the biggest game we'd all played, and I I didn't want it to come back to that, and that be. Uh, uh, a massive, massive regret kind of thing. So obviously, um, yeah, as, especially when it was like uh, two, three nil, and I was thinking, oh no, if even if we claw one back here, like we're still, I don't know. But uh, yeah, obviously at the end, it, it, it didn't matter, which was uh, the, the the best case scenario, should we say? But yeah, I don't know. I just made a, a bad read on the play, and um, luckily, luckily we can forget all about it now. So. <laughs> Well, you say that. I was just going to ask you one more thing about that. I watched it again, and obviously you're, you're clean through on the, the goalie, Hardy, and you, you play the drop pass, and I've often wondered, did you see someone out the corner of your eye that you thought was, was coming in to, to help support, or was it just, I, I don't know, can I call it a brain fart? What, what was it? Was, was there someone you thought was there? I, I, I actually remember thinking, oh, I, I know what I'm going to do here. I'm going to come down and just take a quick shot. Uh, I like I see now. There's maybe I could have gone low glove, or, or I would probably try to go five all just a, a quick shot. But and I was thinking that, and then probably I would say from the top of the circles, I I, I just had a bizarre urge to drop drop the the puck, and I thought it was Laker right behind me, and uh, obviously it wasn't, and and that's what I done, and uh, it, it was literally just a split decision, and. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I, I yeah, I don't know. It was just very frustrating at the yeah. time. I was. I couldn't believe that I'd done it because obviously to get a breakaway, you you, you at least got to get a shot off, right? Yeah. And and we had. I had a clear cut one first shift of the game. It would have set at the tempo. But um, yeah, it, it, it is what it is now. So I can look. I can look back, kind of. Uh, <laughs> Kind of fond memories, I don't know, and obviously I don't think I'll ever be doing that again. So. No. Well, let, let's draw a line under it finally now and, and move on from the game. Now, it set the tone for the game. There was chances, uh, plenty of chances from GB's point of view. I remember Mike Hammond went close with one. Liam Kirk hit the post as well. But come the end of the first period, no goals, decent efforts um, from both ends. And then the second period starts, and with it all to play for, France took the lead. He'll go back to the bench, and France... Have a line change here as they come in with a bit of speed. Bows on to Manavian. Finds the last man. Shot comes in. Goal, France. Resch scores. The man who plays with Svenningen in Germany picks out the top corner and bows his beaten in the most crucial of games. The puck movement was good from the French. But GB with so many chances at the other end. And France take care of their loan opportunity in this second period, and they lead by a goal to nil. Yeah, yeah, like you say, like first period, if we can come out of that 0 0, we'll settle our nerves and crack on with the game then. So that's kind of best case scenario for us. But um, I guess France maybe felt the same, and, and, and they got a couple of breaks. And, and yeah, like you say, it kind of happens quite quickly. They, they score the worm where he goes like cross seam and then goes back, and he gets a nice shot on Bouncy. Now the first goal, Ben, did the heads go down a little bit? You know, when you consider how the tournament had gone at that point, when you were playing against these superior teams, and given the way things were going, did you just think that first goal? God, you know, suddenly there's a mountain to climb. Here's Fleury. He's the little heartbeat of this French team. The captain, Tessier. Back it goes again. Chakirashvili with the shot. He scores. There might be a review on this one because the 77. Trier was right on top of Ben Bounds and I think he was in the crease. 
Now the officials are all meeting, but that doesn't look like a meeting to discuss the goal. We're going to see the replay. I think there's a conversation here because the light's on, isn't it? So it's the red light. Don't look. They're looking at it elsewhere. Ike GB are going to wonder what they're going to do. No, no things it doesn't are look like now. it. It's in. It's a goal. There's aspects of that, I guess. Yeah, because obviously, I don't know if we'd scored the first goal in any of the game, but scoring a goal in that pool is, is not easy to come by. You, you get you get a few chances here and there, but you're not getting clear cut chances. So um, yeah, you know you're up against it. Eh? You you definitely want to score the first goal, um, but at the end of the day, it is only one goal. So um, yeah, it, obviously we were frustrated that we we weren't the ones to score the first one, but we continue as, as we go after that first one. So next thing you know, it's two 0 as Florian Chakiachvili scores with a shot from the blue line. Then so GB are two nothing now. And there's another chance for third goal. Relegation looms. Wretch with his second of the game. And Great Britain are falling apart in this second period. As the top flight of world hockey slips away. Back-to-back goals in a matter of moments. And where GB were once on top now. They need more than a miracle. That goal from Wretch is second and France is third. And I'm interested in the mindset of the team here, Ben. 3-0 down and with the rest of the tournament has been, as we've already said, Pete calls a timeout. What did he say to you at that moment? Um, if, if, if I'm honest, I actually can't remember. Um, I think it would have probably just been on the lines of, like, let's calm down now. Uh, obviously, we, we know we have to score at least three goals. So... Um, in that in that respect, it's very clear our objective: score three goals, don't let any more in, and we could do that. Like it's uh, well in our capabilities. I think we we'd scored three in, a, in, a, in at least one game before that. So um, yeah, it was just trying to knuckle down. Obviously, play a little stronger defensively. And, um, yeah, just keep to our objectives, really. Now, I would never like to accuse a team of, of taking the foot off the gas, but you were there. You, you can tell me if you got that vibe of France thinking 3-0 up against a team who were battling against that relegation spot. Was there a feeling that 3-0 up, they thought maybe the job was done? Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It would be... Um, I, I know if we were 3-0 up, we, we wouldn't have... Uh, we would have carried on playing how we how how we, we got into that situation. So I I don't know. You'd have to um, speak to a French player about that, I guess. But um, yeah, like I said, we just we just knew what we had to get more shots on net. We had to create more chances. We had to make sure we were getting the puck in deep. Um, all the little things, really. All all the little things like um, just be stronger in our defensive zone, especially give them less chances, and make sure we were trying to create chances because. Like I said uh, just a minute ago, that we needed a score goal, so we needed to get shots on net, and hopefully, hopefully from their bounces could start going our way. As we know, it didn't take long before the comeback was underway. It, it's not coming easy to them right now as Farmer goes on a little move into the zone. He's physically taken out by Manaviem. Now it's helped back round again. Farmer turns. He goes in on the big number four for France, and now Farmer thinks about a little wrap around. It's with Hammond, it's with Dowd. Farmer then swings into the right wing corner, fluffs his lines to get it back to Steve Lee on the blue line. Cut out by Ben O'Connor, chance down low, what an opportunity, GB score! Robert Dowd! And has he set them back on their way like he did in Budapest 12 months ago? Ben O'Connor with the interception. He picked out Dowd who went forehand, backhand, 
and GB have 25 minutes to save their lives here. 25 minutes and they need two more goals at least. 5-0-1 remaining in period two. Dowd scores his first of the World Championships and it's France 3, GB 1. Robert Dowd getting a well-deserved goal in this game. I felt it was a tournament where he could have scored more and I absolutely don't mean that in a negative way. He performed brilliantly. Um, throughout the competition but how good was it to see Dowdy get one on the board at last yeah massive because um, that that whole shift I, I've, I've watched bits back again before and uh, that that whole line they were just buzzing the whole game and they were getting the pocket and they were always getting defensemen coughing it up and they were creating really good chances like th- throughout the whole game really and uh, yeah I think the puck gets dumped in deep the D-man picks it up and he, he throws a um, a wayward pass up to Oki, who's on the blue line, and, and obviously that gets fed through to Dowdy, and Dowdy, in all fairness, he, he finishes that off very very nicely. So, um, yeah, from there, obviously, we try, we try and uh, do what we can to take momentum back, I guess. And we'll continue our look back on that memorable game against France with Ben right after this. By the end of the second, France's lead wasn't so assured. So the pendulum swinging back the way. GB had got it back to within a goal. Mike Hammond with that, that second goal. And I've seen the footage, Ben. You were literally jumping for joy on the bench. That must have been a good feeling to know that this comeback was well and truly on. Yeah, absolutely. We know we're a dangerous team, especially when we've got some momentum behind us. We know we can... Uh, we, we got, if you look through that lineup. there's ample players that can put the puck in. And, and uh, that, that's all we needed. We needed a bit of momentum, a little bit of belief as well. And... Uh, those those few little goals like that, and we we, we knew we could uh, get back in that game. Then there was no uh, no uh, question about anyone's belief on the on the team, and, and we knew how we needed to do it. We had the the, the right uh, systems in play for this. So yeah, it was uh, it was an exciting time then. How hard is it not to get carried away in a moment like that? You you were at that point three two behind. There was still lots of work to do at that point, but you could you got the sense you could feel the momentum coming back your way. But you know, trying not to get carried away that must have been difficult. Yeah, it, it is. There's a lot of ups and downs through the game, and you've kind of, in a way, you've got to ride it. Like especially when when you're on the ups, but you've still got to keep some somewhat of a level head, I think. And and hopefully with 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 you being uh, with us having the momentum, we can start to play with a little bit more confidence, start to take the shots instead of just dumping it dumping it in or play, making a safe play because we we still needed that last goal. So well, uh, at least another goal anyway to. Uh, See, see what happens. Um, yeah, so I think we were playing with a little bit more confidence, and and that line, that that line, like I say, were buzzing. Everyone else was. We were all doing our jobs, and uh, yeah, we were keep we were keeping them out, and it was uh, it was uh, an exciting time for us at that point. Okay, end of the second period, and did you have any, could you have any idea that that next hour between the third period and the overtime period would be probably the biggest in your career at that point? Um. No, you 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 always hope you can get out and you can uh, get a chance to I don't know get get a vital goal or or, or something like that, even make a massive impact in a game like a, a little turnover or something like that. Uh, you 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 want to be in in those plays for sure, but yeah, at the end of the day, you do, you're doing whatever it takes really to um, get the team across the finish line. Really, so um, again, we all regrouped. It was uh, after the second period, obviously. Um, we'd we'd been up against it early on, and to get ourselves back in the game, I think there was a little bit of relief, maybe. Um, but again, we need we need we knew we uh, needed to uh, give her a final push in the third period. 
Now, as we know with this group, reports of your demise had been hugely exaggerated, and like he did the year before in Budapest, Robert Farmer came up with a huge GB moment again. It, it's not coming easy to them right now as Farmer goes on a little move into the zone. He's physically taken out by Manaviem. Now it's helped back round again. Farmer turns. He goes in on the big number four for France. And now Farmer thinks about a little wrap around. It's with Hammond. It's with Dowd. Farmer then swings into the right wing corner. Fluffs his lines to get it back to Steve Lee on the blue line. Cut out by Ben O'Connor. Chance down low. What an opportunity. GB score! Robert Dowd! And has he set them back on their way like he did in Budapest 12 months ago? Ben O'Connor with the interception. He picked out Dowd, who went forehand, backhand, and GB have 25 minutes to save their lives here. 25 minutes, and they need two more goals at least. 5-0-1 remaining in period two. Dowd scores his first of the World Championships, and it's France 3, GB 1. Well, we caught it, didn't we? I'm only taking half the credit because I took my lead from you, Seth. But we said Robert Dowd. Robert Dowd is a man that GB can look to to get themselves back into the game. And he had that chance. He was clear on goal and he finished. That is massive. Ben O'Connor as well. Here's a chance for Lake. Snapshot. Oh, the goalie doesn't save it. Well, he does, but he doesn't if you get what I mean. <laughs> Texier again finds the man back door. What a chance for France. Looking for the wraparound goal. GB do just enough. They scramble back into position. Takes the year again. GB will get there and now they can break away. Two on two. If they use it well, it's the end of a long shift. They're just on side. Uh, but Jonathan Phillips decides now's the time for a line change. France will give it away in their own zone as GB goes to the middle. Can they pick this up with Davy Phillips? They will do that. It's the Dowd line out there. Here's O'Connor. Thought about shooting. He's got two men ahead of him. Tipped out in front. Goal! Hammond scores! GB have cut the deficit again! This is fourth of the tournament. And Ben O'Connor's shot from the blue line was turned away and GB profit. This game is absolutely nuts. Five goals in the second period. France went 3-0 up. And Great Britain are fighting with every last bit of energy they have. They ain't quitting here. They trail France by three goals to two. 1.56 to go in the second. It's Ben O'Connor again. When GB needed Ben O'Connor to have the game of his life, he is steadily, or should I say spectacularly, making an impact the longer the game goes on. He had that room on the blue line, and if you give Ben O'Connor room on the blue line, you are in danger. The noise has gone back up, and GB look like they're going into the changing room, into the locker room, with only a one-goal deficit. But ben O'Connor puts it in on goal, where is it? underneath the goalie he put it in from outside the blue line and Hardy nearly lost it well that reminds you of uh, Italy doesn't it 12 months ago when he just played a dump in and let's look at this he dumps it in I was still talking because I thought it would be routine and look he goes behind oh. him Hammond doesn't win the face off Yanel will collect for the French he stumbles on the blue line as he makes the rink wide pass GB need to crank it up again they need to find the intensity and it is that line that's out there, the Farmer line with Dowd and Hammond who have both these goals. Hammond goes on the forecheck, Dowd's going to collect possession. Puts it to the front, chance over the top, Farmer! He raises his eyes to the roof in disbelief he didn't hit the target. Another chance from GB, off the glass, high behind. 
It was Dowd that created it. Oh, he's got that chance, hasn't he? He does just raise his arm to the air. Just couldn't quite get it under control. He probably did the good choice going top shelf. The netmine has already been beaten on the top shelf. Hammond trying to win it on his forehand side. Does off the boards to O'Connor. Hard rip off the boards. Comes out in front, GB. Battle for space. It's just cleared away. Held in by David Phillips at the point. All the way around the boards it goes. Ben O'Connor scoots over to get their tip coming from Hammond. Doesn't get enough of it. Goes off the boards again. Phillips gets hit. Great turn away from trouble for Farmer. Farmer scores! We're all tied at three! And it's that man once again! Robert Farmer! What a move! Bullet short side! And the French fumble in their own zone and GB pick it up! And the lifeline is restored with 14.44 to go in the third period. We're level. France 3, Great Britain 3, and the fight for survival is back on. Yeah, massive, massive shift. I think is uh, Davy on the blue line, and they'd gone back and forth once or twice before, and Farms was down on the goal line, and and the second time, I think, through, he, he steps into the middle, and, and Farms is always a danger around the net. He's, uh, he's very good obviously around the slot and around he's picking up parks and everything like that and luckily he steps in and and uh he's got that open space to make a shot and yeah it's uh at that point then i think we all we were all in a, a good spot momentum wise and, and, we, and we knew we could uh keep pushing on france because i think at that point they probably felt that things were going against them so we needed to uh try and capitalise on that, especially in the third period. Now, you mentioned Ben O'Connor earlier, and his influence in the game, I think, was there for all to see. He's certainly a player I would love to, to play for my club team um, if, I, if I was lucky enough to happen. He had three assists um, in, in such a big game. How much of a calming influence was he in the whole game that day? Pass to the back door. Fleury was looking for it. The one-timer coming now. They flexed it out in front. What a block that was. It was a painful one for Ollie Bertridge. Took it in the back of the leg. He's struggling to skate. Effectively a five on three. Rebound pops out again. Fleury's there. Rebound again. GB clear the net. Huge cross shit by Davy Phillips. Not called. Yeah, huge. I, th- like, I, I think uh, I, I, I may be wrong, but I think Davy and uh, Oki, they were they were on with uh, Farms, Hammy and Dowdy line a lot of the time, I think. And, and they were pivotal in that game. Like They were creating everything and, and they were offensively um, creating chances a lot of games so um, yeah Oki, Oki had a huge game um, obviously three or three assists in, 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 in that big of a game uh, yeah I think uh, I think he'd be over the moon with that as well and it was brilliant now the power play for France in the final couple of minutes when Rob Lakovic was in the penalty box was that the longest penalty kill ever? a wag of the finger from the referee and GB win the face off now have they got something in these final 20 seconds Davy Phillips moves it to the middle. Ben Lake. Here he comes. Ben Lake up the middle. Has he got a shooting lane? Shoots this one in on goal. Doesn't miss by much. Davy shoots. Great save. Oh, they nearly won it. Hardy got his hand up and just about made the save. And with five seconds to go, I think that's going to do it. GB sent it in. Folks, we are going to overtime. Uh, well, that's the thing. It was like four or five minutes to go, right? <laughs> and I, I, think, I think, if I remember rightly, it was kind of a bit of a shady call like I don't know if uh, maybe I'm a bit biased with it but I don't think Lax really I think he just like hit the guy as it was like a, a pass coming up, up the wall or something like that and I don't know if it would have been a penalty but anyway they call it and uh, the, all, all the killers everyone steps up massively like um, I don't remember the kill 
as such, but throughout all that game, everyone's stepping up, blocking shots. Like I know Billingsley had a, a massive block. I think uh, Dal did as well, Dallas. So yeah, boys are doing like especially the same as all the D. They probably had five five block shots every, that game, like each one of them. So everyone's doing what they need to. Bouncy's standing on his head, and, and and luckily enough, yeah, we we kill that penalty because obviously four minutes to go. They score there, we're running out of time, so um, yeah, that was, uh, that was huge. You had a chance there, 10 seconds to go, Ben Ben Lake tried one just before you, I think you picked up the rebound, didn't quite get it over the line, what do you remember about that one? GB, three goals down, and they fought their way back to force the extra frame. Oh, I just remember knowing that I need to get a good shot off, it wasn't long left, like uh, I see Laker takes it, hits the backboard and it comes back to me and it's kind of like, I had to like shift a little, my angle I think, but I, I, I got quite a good shot off and it was going, well I would like to say it was going in, I think it was like, it was going to des- test the keeper anyway, quite high in the goal and, and uh, yeah he just gets over but um, I, I was pretty, I don't know, it just what is what it is, I wanted to make up from, from that one earlier on, obviously and uh, Right late in the game, there's a good chance. Uh, obviously, the keeper makes a good save, but yeah, it was. Um, we were feeling it. I think obviously we, we we knew they were up against it a little bit, so we kind of wanted to. Uh, well, we needed a goal to to win the game. So, so on to overtime. How much did you have left in the tank, both physically and mentally? GB win the face off in the zone. Oh, it's given away out in front. France with a chance, block a save, then it's blocked in front. Second chance is stopped again. The French have got a man in the net. They've got the puck on the outside. Play continues. High drama. GB are clinging on for dear life right now. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just think everyone's trying to help each other out there. Like um, whatever anyone needs, we're we're all we're all in there, all, all uh, on the same ship kind of thing. We're all we're all rowing together. So um, boys, the boys who were going up next, we're just making sure they they they're refueled and everything like that, and uh, listening to the coaches what what we need to do and. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We just we just know that one goal can win us the game. So it's um, and and that's the whole objective of the whole tournament. So it was uh, definitely a nerve wracking time. Because obviously, uh, overtime's never. I don't know. It's, it's fun, but it's also there's a lot at stake. So um, yeah, it was uh, a lot of anticipation and just uh, see how it goes, kind of thing. Now all I've got written here is Ben Bounds. How good was he throughout the whole tournament? We can't we can't not talk about this game and not talk about Bouncy. Well, I think I think he uh, he, he broke a record, right, for the as the most saves maybe in the that's whole right. tournament. Yeah, like that's that's unbelievable. Like I've I've grown up with Bouncy, like um, good friend good friend of mine, and and he's he's always been top class. Like he's always won us games when we were playing GB in, in the under 18s and the 20s and everything like that. And, and it was great to see that it was the same again in like uh, the highest standard that we've played really. Like he's he's standing on his head probably a few times a period uh, consistently. So uh, yeah, it was the same throughout the whole game. Like Bonzi's making great saves here and there. He had that one in the first shift actually, and that the it was like a two on one, and it comes across, and he, he dives over and makes the save, and and obviously in, in overtime then he's. I don't know how he made a few of his saves. Maybe he don't know, but um, yeah, they were some big, big saves at the end. Okay, finally, we're here. We're at the big moment, so let's enjoy it once more. Ben Davies comes out to try and win a face-off, and he goes forward. Phillips will go after this one. He may have a breakaway here. It's Jonathan Phillips, the captain. Stops, checks, turns. He's got a man down the middle. Davies, can he score? Ben Davies wins it for Grand- 
Great Britain and GB have done the impossible. They are staying up in overtime. Great Britain beat France and they're going to be elite again. That move between you and Jonathan Phillips, Ben, was it improvised or was it part of the plan? Ben, I'm going to throw a cliche at you. That's the biggest goal of your career. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, just to just to get on there and uh, yeah, I just just the uh, Jonathan told me to put it forward. He's the fastest guy on the ice, so I threw it forward. Uh, luckily, two D men went to hear me. He th- I'm just look, watching the replay there. He uh, he puts it out in front for me, and uh, yeah, luckily I can have a chance at the goalie. And uh, I wasn't happy with my uh, chance in the first period, so. Yeah, I could uh, get that back. Just tell me how you're feeling when you get that puck and you know it's probably the best chance of the overtime. It, I mean, is it instinct? I mean, what's going through your nerves? I just want to get on net. I, I, I don't know why I went to the backhand, but I'm, uh, I'm very glad I did. Uh, yeah, it was just unbelievable. So. Well, to be honest, we're, Pete, Pete says, oh, yeah, like Ben and John or whatever, and I, I wasn't really expecting to go I don't think like, I, I obviously wanted to be out there because there's more space I, I can use my speed and, and maybe that's the thinking with John as well because obviously we're both kind of small and, and fast players or whatever so we both go and we're just, I'm just jumping on I'm like okay like uh, let's, let's see what happens here kind of thing we can obviously try and use our speed to our advantage and I'm going up and we, we kind of speak about the play and I don't know if we'd already seen how they were lining up but John, John and me speak and uh he says, knock it forward. And I'm like, yeah, you sure? And like, he wants it. So. And the D-man lines up on the board side, which kind of, to me, was a little strange. Because obviously, I, I win it back. I could effectively maybe give John a, a breakaway. But uh, or win it forward, should I say. And uh, so that happens. And I, I, lucky enough, I get great distance on it. It's not too short. It's not too long. So John gets it, first of all, obviously, and, and shakes off the D-man or, or whatever he done. And, and the next guy... Their, their sentiment, I think, or their winger, he jumps in as well. So at this point, obviously, I've tried to just catch up on the play and see see what comes of it. Obviously, if John can take in the corner, I can be an option somewhere else for him. And uh, the guy stepped into him as well, so he's made a great play around him and just fed it out in front of me and slapped. And luckily, I've got up there and uh, the guy hasn't caught me up to this, this trailing, so I've, I've I'm on my own, and I just remember thinking that uh, I just got to take it and go back to my backhand. So I've just, I, I, in all one motion, I think I've just obviously come across, and and it's been hard because the puck's gone, and I'm, my body's the one way, but I, I got a good enough uh, connection on it. I think it might have gone under his his arm. So uh, yeah, as that's happened, I've just tried to miss the post as I'm coming through with my momentum, and then just seen it's gone in, and it's just chaos then. So, as we say, Ben, nearly a year on, does it ever get old when you, you, you watch it back? Do you still get a thrill of excitement seeing what you did that day? Uh, yeah, yeah, still, um, like, just just seeing some of the highlights throughout the whole tournament, really, like, a couple of stick into mind, like, obviously, the, the goals a couple of the boys have scored, and, and myself, and Bouncy saves, and, and the celebrations after, and stuff like that, they're, they're, they're lasting memories, and, um, yeah, it, just, it was just a unreal trip something none of us had ever experienced before and 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 we're, we're lucky enough that hopefully we can uh, experience that again uh, in one of the like uh, upcoming world championships and and hopefully it, it lives up to um this one and, and we can try our hardest to, to repeat and 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 stay in the, the uh 
the pool because that's that's something that all of us all of us want to do year in year out. We want to be uh, we want to be an established nation if if we if we can be. And and obviously it takes a few hard years and a little bit of luck to go on our side. And we've got some good players in the, in in the team and in the setup right now and and some coming up. So um, it's an exciting time. For, um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was great. It was great looking back on that, and uh, some fun memories, and and something I'll uh, I'll cherish forever, really. So um, yeah, it's good. We got the jersey, and uh, all of us can look back on that with like fun memories. Well, Ben, thank you so much for joining us on this uh, BIH rewind. It's been great to to relive that again. This is the BIH show. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.